Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by KPMG. At KPMG, innovation is the go-to state of mind. Their visionary thinkers and advanced technology help you see beyond the now, uncover new insights, and turn them into opportunities. KPMG can help you leverage the value of data and drive transformational outcomes through innovation. To explore their thinking, go to kpmg.us. At Sea Cuisine, our chefs expertly craft and elevate our seafood. And why do they do this? So when this happens... Let's make something quick. We have to be there by six. Or when this happens... Leave dinner to me tonight. I'll make you something special. You can make a restaurant-quality meal in less than 30 minutes. Our teriyaki sesame salmon, honey chipotle salmon, and garlic and herb tilapia will help you step up dinner tonight. Sea Cuisine. Back to a King of the Hill rewatch podcast. I am Mike, and I'm Rusty, as always. And we are on King of the Hill season one, episode seven, Westy Side Story. Yeah, this is a a great episode too. So it is a good episode. Yeah. So before we like dive into the episode, I'll give a little background on some of the people that uh, wrote it or whatever you want. to Yeah, call that'd that. be great. So uh, let me look these guys' names up real fast. I couldn't remember their names off the top of my head. This is one of those episodes that kind of proves the thing that we've talked about before about Hank not being inherently racist. No, not at all. Yeah. This is this is one of those where you kind of explore it with not just him, but with the entire neighborhood as well. Because you know they're all kind of like standoffish yeah. about uh, the Sufanusen phones. It's not. It's not that they're racist about anything, and they certainly don't come at it from that angle. But they just don't know things. Like they they don't understand where people are from, and they ask these questions. And I guess people could take them as racist or whatever, but it's not. It's just lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge. You know, yeah. you got to think Hank's probably you know. Barely left, yeah. Left probably three counties that he lives exactly. in. Exactly, I don't areas, think he's ever uh, left Arlen. The yeah. Tri County area, as he always said, Tri the Tri County area. <laughs> so uh, this was written by, uh, by two guys. By the way, before you do that, uh-huh. there is a guy on TikTok that does like the most spot on 
Hank voice. I know. I'm going to try to. Uh, okay. I'm going to add every. Because I'm, I'm. Okay, everybody. I created an Instagram for the podcast yeah. over the weekend. So yeah. it's B W A A A Bois. Bois. K O T H. So that'd be where you'll be able to find us on Instagram. Yeah. And that uh, that username is going to be social media wide once I, I get it all created. But That's you'll three be able A's. to find us. Three A's. You'll be able to find us on Instagram uh, uh, right now, but yeah. eventually you'll be able to find us on TikTok, maybe even Snapchat, maybe a few few different places. I'm going to try sure. try stuff out at. No, you uh, you like I was telling you before we started, you were very uh, busy this weekend. You you made a lot of memes. Yeah, yeah, I was sitting there playing around with it just to just to see you know what kind of. Uh, what, what I could generate. I'm pretty decent with social media and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, a, a buddy of mine, uh, I helped him moderate a Facebook page of 10,000 people that he created. Uh, I kind of didn't create it, but I was there with him at the formation right. of it. So that's a sports meme page. So sports I'm, memes. I'm pretty heavy in the meme world. So uh, hardly knew him. This, uh, this was written by a guy named Jonathan Abel and Glenn Berger. Okay. Now they are famous highly famous for the Kung Fu Panda series. Really? These guys did the Kung Fu Panda <laughs> series. Not only did they do that, they did the troll movies too. Oh, wow. So these guys are uh, prolific, I guess, in animated uh, the animated realm because Kung yeah. Fu Panda was huge with Jack Kung Black. Kung Fu Panda was huge. That was first massive. one was gigantic, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, we opened this one with uh, the boys uh, sitting on the riding lawnmowers. Yeah, it looks like a lawnmower commercial. That's one of the ones I'm gonna. I've already taken it yeah. out. I'm gonna either do a beer commercial or a lawnmower yeah. commercial. Yeah, you could do both. Yeah. Honestly, uh, just do a don't drink and don't mow and drive. Yeah, uh, that would be funny. A don't, don't mow and drink drive. And mow. PCA. Yeah. yeah, don't drink and mow. Uh, so they're all sitting there and they're just kind of yipping each other, drinking their beer on their lawnmowers, uh, and a uh, moving truck comes around. Yep, budget movers. Budget movers. Uh, and uh, they start unloading, and uh, these guys are like, oh, good, we got new neighbors. You know, everybody's kind of excited because they got the new neighbors, and they yep. see these two guys moving stuff off of the budget movers truck, and uh, they start to start to speculate. I uh, want to know if, uh, hey, that, uh, that boy, if he handles those cardboard boxes or if he handles the football the way he handles those, those cardboard, cardboard boxes, boxes yeah. you know, Arlen High has got himself a, real, a new tight end. And then uh, Bill wants to know if, if the dad is a good bowler. He, he looks a like good a good bowler. bowler. Yeah, he looks like a good <laughs> he bowler. He looks like a good bowler. He's lifting with his knees. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he needs someone to bowl with. Poor Bill. He's always just looking for a friend. That's he it. He is. He just wants a friend. And it's really funny. Uh, oh, and in some episodes, how they treat him, you'll see him sitting at like the kids' table eating with all oh, the yeah. kids and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so the boys wander over, and uh, they're going to meet these new neighbors. And they find out that uh, these are just the movers. Uh, another car pulls up, a little station wagon, and uh, yeah, because because uh, he asks, he says, "Well, what brings you to Arlen?" He goes, yeah. "Well, this family hired us to move their stuff." Right. And it was Mike Judge's voice; you could hear his oh, voice yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, the the station wagon pulls up. Uh, the Susan Usaphones, uh, which we don't know that's their name yet, but they they get out. Yeah, uh, they've got their little Westy dog. Uh, it's uh, Con. His wife, Min, and his daughter, Con Jr. Con Jr. Con Jr., which is not usually passed down to a girl. But no, hey, well, uh, you know. Bobby ends up asking her later on why she's called Con Jr., and it right. says, because my dad wanted a boy, and he goes, mine too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he's not a boy yet. He's a disappointed one, though. So, <laughs> so uh, uh, the boys start talking to each other, and, uh, you know, I'll be damned. They look Japanese. No, oh, I that think they're Chinese. really funny, though, yeah. right there, that, that scene where they're all like, their mouths open and they're like, yeah. "Oh gosh!" And then yeah. you see a cigarette fall out of Dale's mouth, <laughs> and then out of nowhere, thin air, he pulls out another 
lit cigarette. That's why you think. That's why you think these guys are racist to begin with. It's funny the way that they approach this because you're like, oh no, you know these these white guys are seeing these these Asian folks pull up and and they're you know the cigarette falls out of his mouth and they've all got their mouths wide open and stuff and then they start speculating as to whether they're Japanese or Chinese. Yeah, well, that's another reason why uh, a, a lot of uh, fans say that this is probably uh, Arlen's probably closer to the Houston area than yeah. Dallas because there's a lot of uh, there's a huge Southeast Asian mm. community in Houston. Houston, the Houston area. So that was another uh, fan thing. So they don't, uh, they, again, lots of speculation here. Um, but Hank, you know, one of the things he says is, well, a neighbor's a neighbor, you know, and, and he goes up to Khan and actually says something like, um, you know, you're, you're my neighbor, so you're my friend. You know, automatically, yeah. Hank, Hank doesn't care. It's yeah, just he goes, somebody well, a neighbor's a neighbor. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And he strolls that's over right. here. And so, uh, uh, <laughs> he introduces himself. Uh, it means I'm your neighbor, and that means you're my friend. Um, and uh, Hank starts talking to Khan, and Khan introduces himself as Khan Susanusaphone. And I'm probably not saying that right. But then uh, <laughs> Hank's like, so you pronounce that Khan, you know? Yeah, so you pronounce <laughs> not the last name. Con. He's going to skip right over yeah. the last name, yeah. Uh, and he says, are you Chinese or Japanese? So, well, I live in, in California the last 20 years, but from Laos. Laos. Yeah. We lay ocean. We lay ocean. And, of course, yeah. Bill, my favorite part, what ocean? The ocean? What? So he thinks he's from the ocean. No, uh, Khan has to inform them that it's a landlocked country in Southeast Asia uh, between, between Vietnam and Thailand. Thailand. Population 4.7 million. And uh, he goes through all this explanation, and the boys still are like, so "Are you are Chinese? You Chinese or Japanese?" Japanese. <laughs> well, that's the uh, the the cool thing about like having the Laotian, the Laotian family is uh, I don't think there's any other Laotian <laughs> representation in television, right? But uh, not only that, it was cool because uh, around this time frame, everything's just white on yeah. TV at this yeah. time frame. It's true. And you yeah. don't have any, uh, you'll have pop-up even, characters. Even the Simpsons, though they're yellow, they you still yeah, yeah, see them kind definitely. of as a white family. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, well, I guess the Simpsons is kind of different on this part because they did have different cultures they inside did. of it. But as far as, like, a regular character that you see, you know, you see Khan in the majority of episodes after this. He's in a, oh, yeah. he's in, he's in a oh. lot of them. Whether you see him for five seconds or you see him for, you know, the whole episode Khan's being a huge part based of this. around him. Him, it's yeah. really cool to have that. Uh, you wouldn't think it would be from a show that's targeting, you know, for lack of a better term, rednecks. It's, yeah. you know, it's a show that's yeah. like targeting yeah. this, this kind of demographic. And then you have this uh, beautiful Laotian family mixed in. So uh, <laughs> then we go to Peggy. Oh, gosh. And Peggy, oh, Peggy says, it's like we get to travel to the Orient without having to worry about diarrhea or being jailed for our pro-democracy pro beliefs. beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> she's going to she's gonna invite them to dinner. Uh, first, uh, Luann has to say, uh, you know, they, they teach us at the academy that people aren't black, white, yellow, or red, but their hair, hair can, can be. be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, she's going to go over and introduce herself and, and get them, uh, the famous, the famous words, the famous three words that Peggy Hill always says, I read somewhere. Yeah. I read somewhere. That, that kills right. me every time she says it, because it means <laughs> that she saw an article and she's she going to twist it to whatever she wants it to me. She says, I read somewhere that the Chinese language has 72 words for rice, but no, no word, word for, for friend. friend. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just bullshit. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it yeah, just her just rambling. So then uh, we, we kind of cut to Khan and his family, and Khan is like, uh, can you believe this crap? You want to live in this country? Howdy, 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 howdy. That's my – so 
whenever I hear him say that, I always think of the thing in uh, Toy Story. The howdy, 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 howdy. You know, when the dinosaurs pretended to be yeah. Woody. Or and then it's really funny. I really think the like the uh, the battle between uh, Hank and uh, Khan, their little rivalry they have, is, mm-hmm. is really, really funny. And this is where you first see the beginning of him. There's so many redneck jokes that come out of Khan that are oh, just sure. hilarious because Hank isn't that stereotype. No, no. And Khan isn't the stereotype that they think, you know, that they, you know, their first no, preconceived notions yeah. are. So that that's, I love that so much. Khan, <laughs> uh, so they invite him to dinner and uh, then Khan is telling men that uh, he didn't want to go. He could order a bucket of chicken and, and watch Hee Haw there. Why go? Yeah. Uh, and then we find out a little bit of backstory how uh, he has pissed off all their previous neighbors. They yeah. were kicked out of Laos. They were kicked out of Anaheim, uh, she just wants to try to get along with the neighbors. Going to uh, to the reboot real fast. Yeah. So the guy that does this voice is a guy named Toby Russ, mm. which is obviously a very white name, a very white guy that does it. So yeah. I'm really, uh, you know, I understand the culture of the world and everything to the way sure. that it is today, but I really don't think that they could, this show is not, if they don't have Khan represented in this show whatsoever, I feel like... Uh, I know it's going to be hard to have a different voice actor because I know they're going to want to lay ocean voice actor or maybe even just a Southeast Asian voice actor mm-hmm. to cover that. But I think that, uh, I don't know, I think it should, uh, this show never was negative, I feel like, in its in a, in a whole sense of negativity towards uh, uh, the stereotype. No. I don't feel like no. that. Because you could make arguments for Apu on The Simpsons yeah. and things like that, but I don't think you could really make the same argument for this because I don't think it was poor, I don't think there was any poor representation. Yeah, uh, so we we're we're gonna have a dinner with with all of them now, yep. and uh, uh, Hank, of course, uh, you know uh, they they come over to Hank's house, and and uh, Con says something about his house being really nice, damn fine, and uh, Hank says lead free since nineteen eighty eight, yeah, uh, which I found very funny. Yeah, uh, I, th- well, I think it's crazy that there was still lead and stuff in nineteen eighty eight. Oh, sure there was. That's yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there was a study that was done that they say the reason why the uh, they say that the whole IQ of uh, people between a certain time period of yeah. lead paint yeah. up until the ending of lead paint, there is a uh, there is a significant drop in IQ. Oh, sure, in I that, would imagine in that, yeah. in that, uh, that generation of lead paint. I've known some kids who ate some lead paint. Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, this is basically a big welcome dinner, uh, and of course, Peggy has gone way over the top, and she's asking everybody to take their shoes off. And Con's like, why? You just shampoo the carpet? Yeah. <laughs> and so... Oh, well, I think it's funny how she introduces, too. She goes, on behalf of Arlen, Texas, I would like you to welcome you to our country. <laughs> right. When he said he lived in California for 20 right. years. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, Peggy has served on beef chop suey. And they're like, I've never had beef chop suey. She's like, oh, you poor dear. Yeah, and then uh, Hank starts shoveling his food into Bobby's plate. Come on, Bobby, have some seconds. The girl's <laughs> lapping you. <laughs> so, And Peggy says, uh, you know, I read somewhere that certain parts of China, meat is as scarce as toilet paper. Yeah, where do you read that? <laughs> she said, who can remember? As a substitute teacher, I have to review all right. sorts of learning materials. Or maybe it was on a placemat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, she brings up the fact that she's a teacher, and Khan's like, well, maybe you can tell me why Arlen test scores are so low. And uh, he says that he knows why. It's because uh, uh, Khan Jr.'s not in school yet. Yeah, to bring up the average. Yeah, yeah, yeah got to bring up the average. My boy here might not be the best test taker, but he's got near perfect near attendance. Perfect attendance. Near. Not even perfect, just tell near. Him, <laughs> tell him, Bobby. Tell him. What's he going to tell him? What's he going to tell him? Tell him, Bobby. Tell him, Bobby. 
And then that's the, a dick wagon contest at this point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, the Brown Betty. Uh, so they've had the they've had the Brown Betty, the famous, the closely guarded family secret from mother to mother to mother. She can't tell her any. She goes, uh, "Here, you can take some of these leftovers with you. Just reheat it for ten minutes." Oh, I've already said too much. <laughs> so uh, she takes the Brown Betty with her, uh, and then on their way out, uh, Min notices uh, Peggy's shoes. Oh yeah! Before that too, she goes. Uh, she goes. Well, welcome back. Now you here, and she says, "That's Texas for sayonara." <laughs> <laughs> and so, men uh, notices the giant shoes, uh, kind of makes fun of them, uh, puts on the shoes, and says, "She's like little girl in mama's shoes," you know, stomping around in Peggy's yeah. gigantic shoes. And, of course, Peg, you know, she's always embarrassed whenever somebody notices her giant feet. Yeah, she's touchy about, about the feet, feet, for sure. Yeah. Especially before the OnlyFans episode. Yes. So, uh, the OnlyFans episode. Before there were OnlyFans. Uh, yeah. she, uh, they, they leave, and, uh, uh, of course, Hank has to kind of, you know, reassure Peggy that there's just more of her to love. And that, that was not the right thing yeah, to no, say. That, was, that was even worse, yeah. So uh, we catch them outside, and uh, now the little oh, Westy hold dog. Hold yeah. on. B- before, before that, there was a yeah. funny part that I wanted to uh, – he said uh, – when she said, you don't come into a woman's home and insult your feet, you just don't do that. Yeah. And he goes, well, come on, Peg. Remember when you first moved here from Montana? You called Pop Sody Pop, and you thought 93 in the shade was hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we, we see them outside with the dogs. They got the little Westy dog out. And uh, Hank says, be careful, Bobby. That's one of them Chinese fighting dogs. Yeah. And he goes, it's a West Highland Terrier. And this is real funny. This reminds me of uh, the... the the uh, the comedy routine where uh, they hire somebody named you or something like that. Oh and, yeah, and they they go back and forth. It's well, almost like a who's on first kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, who's yeah. on first? That one, yeah. Uh, so uh, she, she's it's like a Leslie Nielsen Chinese, bit. Chinese fighting dog. She goes, uh, it's a it's a West Highland Terrier. He goes, yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> like it's a Chinese fighting dog. Uh, but uh, he asked the name of the dog, Con Junior. What what's the name of your dog? That's Doggy. Yes. I understand it's a doggy, yeah, but what's his name? <laughs> and he goes, that's a doggy also, pointing to Lady Bird. Yeah, but her name is Lady Bird. She's <laughs> a pure Georgia uh, bloodhound. Her mama tracked down James Earl Ray. James Earl Ray, <laughs> Ray which is the best. Uh, so, And then he goes, aren't kids great? They're too young to know about fear or prejudice. <laughs> that's right. They don't have to learn that till high school. Yeah, they don't have to learn that till high school. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Lady Bird and Doggy. Um, uh, start to have uh, relations. Oh yeah, absolutely. As it were, uh, and uh, they they're uh, they're real worried. Hank's real worried about his bloodhound getting impure from this uh, Chinese fighting dog. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Khan thinks it's hilarious though, and yeah. calls Lady Bird a slut. Calls her a slut. Lady Bird is not a slut. She's in heat. That's her right. hormones have overwhelmed her natural modesty. Natural modesty. <laughs> So uh, you ask him to type his dog. He says, I'm not tying up my dog. You type your dog. Uh, she seduced my dog. There's there's a lot of seduction, a lot of modesty. A yeah, lot and then he goes, that's on. ridiculous. Lady Bird could only n- love another purebred Georgia <laughs> bloodhound. <laughs> you know what, Hank? I think you're a narrow-minded redneck, says Con. Yeah. And that really sets him off. Well, it's um, really funny because he goes, because I'm from Texas, I got to be some kind of redneck. And as he's mm-hmm. walking off, he goes, the Chinese and their stupid stereotypes. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So everybody's pissed off at each other now, and uh, they're they're moving on. Um, 
then we see uh, Khan drive by in his uh, on his lawnmower, and it's obviously not a Kubota. It's not a, a, a John Deere. It's not one of the ones that you would think that these guys from Texas have. And uh, everybody gives Hank a little bit of a ribbing and says uh, maybe he'll let you borrow his sexy little import. Yeah, and then Hank said, I'd rather cut my entire quarter acre with a lady bick before I'd borrow that man's mower. <laughs> yeah, and this is where he kind of goes off on a thing. You know, he, he says, I don't like the man. And they start questioning him, you know, because he's Chinese. Because he's Chinese. He nope. said, no, I just don't like the man. Yeah. You know, it's not because he's he's he's. Chinese or anything. He goes, I thought he was Korean, but number one. But, yeah, well, what the hell's the difference? Yeah, I don't like the man. I just man. don't like the man. Yeah, it has nothing to do with where he's from. I'm no redneck. He could be from Mars for all I care. He just doesn't like him. And then someone said, believe me, Hank, if Khan were from Mars, you'd care. <laughs> Especially, <laughs> Especially after he stole every last drop of Earth's drinkable, drinkable water to transport back to his home planet Mars. Yeah. Old Dale. So uh, uh, Peggy and uh, Luann are going to pick up a pizza. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, she uh, she's yelling at Luann to stop dawdling because they have to pick up the pizza before the cheese gets cold and the pineapple gets hot. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, and then uh, Luann says, "What's the rush? If we're not there in thirty minutes, it's free." <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, I've never heard of that before. That's 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 a deal. I never heard. Yeah, of. that's a good deal, man. I just wait thirty five minutes and go get my free pizza. Yeah, I'd sit outside and look at the clock. Oh, thirty one minutes. Thirty one minutes. Got to go get it. Uh, so um, men stops them out in the street and apologize apologizes for uh, talking about her big feet, uh, says they got off to a bad start and they should come to a barbecue that uh, her and Con are, are having. And uh, uh, Peggy thinks that's very sweet, and uh, she she wants her to let her know if she needs any help with the barbecue or if she just wants to know what a barbecue is. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they finally go. Hank, of course, takes a, uh, uh, a canister of propane. Yep, with him uh, absolutely, and he presents it to Khan. You know, here's your here's your here's your propane, and um, uh, Khan does not uh, he doesn't want the propane. He cooks with with charcoal, and so finally he is uh, he's cook he cooks with mesquite. Excuse me, he cooks with mesquite, not charcoal. Yeah, I uh, cook with it says give meat nice taste of wood. Right, and it, I cook with propane gives meat nice taste of meat. <laughs> <laughs> And so the two ladies can finally calm them down, and Khan uh, uh, says, all right, just put it on the table. It can hold the napkins down. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty rough. Um, but anyway, they're talking about how, uh, you know, the, the the ladies want the guys to get along because they do live next to each other. And, and, I mean, I understand. Looking to start a business? You'll need a registered agent to receive legal notices and documents on your behalf. Look no further than Universal Registered Agents. Our team of professionals will ensure you never miss an important document. And we can even help you form your business with services like entity formation and document filing. Plus, we'll help you switch to our service for a lower cost and pay the change fees. Trust Universal Registered Agents to help your business succeed. Contact us today to learn more. From the host of the popular podcast, The Only One in the Room, Stash by Laura Cathcart Robbins is a propulsive and vivid memoir about the journey to sobriety and self-love amidst addiction, privilege, racism, and self-sabotage. Best-selling author Holly Whitaker calls it an irresistibly delicious story. And MacArthur Foundation fellow and best-selling author Kiese Lehman says Stash is emotionally riveting. Buy Stash by Laura Cathcart Robbins now wherever books are sold. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better... 
Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy. Available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At Sea Cuisine, our chefs expertly craft and elevate our seafood. And why do they do this? So when this happens... Let's make something quick. We have to be there by six. Or when this happens... Leave dinner to me tonight. I'll make us something special. You can make a restaurant-quality meal in less than 30 minutes. Our teriyaki sesame salmon, honey chipotle salmon, and garlic and herb tilapia will help you step up dinner tonight. Sea Cuisine. Uh, and then uh, we go back to the to the kids with the dogs, which is uh, also like a pre indicator of the relationship between Khan and yeah. Bobby Hill, which I personally hope continues on in the reboot. And I hope that yeah. they are married with children at this. I do point. too. I think it'd be cool. I think it would be cool to have, uh, especially in today's world, you know, with the, with everything being as, you know, intercultural and everything like that. I think it'd be neat to have expanded on their relationship and turn them into a, I, I, like, I just can't wait for the reboot. The oh, thing yeah. that's killing me is that there is nothing being whispered. No information. There's nothing yeah. whatsoever. And I know that's by design. But I would man, rather it's like have nails it on the, a chalkboard. I would definitely rather have it that way, though, because I think I previews and, and... It ruins your expectations. It, it, too many spoilers these days. Well, it's not even the spoilers for me, because I don't really care about spoilers. Spoilers never bother me. You can tell me about a whole movie. It's still not the same as going and watching it to me. But the thing that kills me is, is it changes your expectation. You see all these cool little snippets, and then you actually sit down and watch it. It's like with movie previews you go and watch the movie preview and then you sit and watch the movie yeah. and all the good parts are in the preview yeah. the rest of the movie's crap yeah. you know what yeah. i mean so i just feel like if if uh, six cents were made today we would in the trailer find out that bruce willis was a ghost yeah absolutely you know? uh anyway they're talking about the the dogs and how uh, one of them's tied up uh and uh, uh con jr says uh doggy's just like me he's new in town doesn't have any friends you know we should untie him so that they can be friends so that they can play yeah, then Bobby said uh, he'd chew through this the leash. One of my he says, I bet it tastes just like a Bible cover. It's like a Bible cover. That's right. So they let him go. Uh, oh, this one, too, that he says <laughs> is one of my favorites. He goes, hey, let's untie him. They belong together, and it's fun to watch him play piggyback. <laughs> <laughs> the innocence of children. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so uh, we go back to uh, Peggy and uh, men, and men is just going over the top to try to compliment Peggy because she knows she's kind of offended her. Well, it's really um, funny, though, uh, between uh, men, Peggy, and Nancy – I mean, they could have their own offshoot oh, yeah. TV show. You could oh. have, uh, I thought it would always be funny. I always thought about this after these shows started coming out, the Real Housewives show. I always thought the Real Housewives of Arlen oh, would, be would be hilarious. Fantastic. Yeah, I would love that. Uh, so she's going over kind of the top um, uh, complimenting Peggy because she doesn't want her to think she's mad at her. She talks about how men are stupid and women are smart and how they need to stick together. And then she says, look, I made your, your uh, brown Betty. Yeah. Now, Peggy does not take well to that because she wants to know where she got her grandma's recipe. And uh, Con says, or uh, Min says she's, she figured it out by herself. Yeah, she, re she, re she reverse engineered it. And then she goes, yeah. that your recipe was missing one thing, flavor. I beg your pee, she says. Yeah. <laughs> I add pee. flavor, nutmeg. Nutmeg Tastes flavor. much better, don't you think? Nutmeg flavor. Uh, so they try the, uh, the, the Brown Betty and, uh, <laughs> to be, Hank says, to be honest, I've always had trouble keeping your Brown Betty down, but this is pure heaven. 
Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, that's rough, That's man. terrible, because that's her. Imagine your husband of X amount of years looks at you and says, yeah. well, damn, I was only stomaching it. This one right here, though, I could eat this all day. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, now you get them all standing over the grill, and it reminds me of that uh, the episode where he's watching he's the steak watching guys, guys flip the, the guys flip steaks. Yeah. So they're all sitting there sweating. All the boys are telling him, oh, you might want to flip them. Or, and he keeps saying, too soon. Those burgers look done. Nope, not yet. You might want to turn them. Nope, please go away. And then they just please, keep. Please, Con, you're burning them. Yeah, you're burning them. There's too much char. <laughs> too and he much goes, char. Shut mouth, open mouth. And he just slams the burger into yeah. Hank's mouth. And then that's the best burger I've ever had. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> which a Which is real, awesome. Which is awesome, yeah. That's an ex- exponential crisis for. Uh, it's got to ex- be. Yeah. Well, because that's not for, the only uh, crisis he has with charcoal or wood. He has other run-ins with it where he eats a burger that's better on wood. And I think that's the funny. Yeah. I think that's the funniest thing ever because I believe that he thinks charcoal is better for taste, but he's a propane salesman. What the hell would it look like a propane salesman when you drive through the alleyway and see right. him cooking on charcoal? I think it's a lot of optics for him on the propane. I don't oh, think absolutely. He, I don't yeah. think he and truly enjoys tasting the meat over the flavor of smoke. Taste the meat, not the heat. Not the heat. Uh, so uh, they just keep talking about how uh, everybody's so different, uh, and this is where you get uh, the Bobby quote about uh, his dad wanting a boy. Yeah, my father wanted a boy. Well, yeah, so did mine. <laughs> yeah, which is funny because Bobby is a boy, but he is definitely uh, not the traditional uh, masculine version of what uh, Hank envisioned having a son as, which I think is funny because his dad uh, was so toxic with him yeah. as far as toxic masculinity yeah. goes that Hank has to swallow his feelings. And now you have Bobby, oh, yeah. who is completely reverse of that, who wears his heart on his sleeve kind of thing. So uh, Bobby and and uh, Con Jr. are talking, and uh, she says she, they're talking about how lame their dads are. Oh, yeah. She says something about her dad makes her practice violin five hours a day. Of course, Bobby's retort to that is, my dad won't let me watch TV more than five hours a day. Yeah, and then... Five uh, hours of TV. And then uh, uh, Con Jr., she says, well, my dad's making me memorize. He's such an autocrat. And then they start talking about the SAT and how it's an SAT word. And what's an SAT? Bobby didn't even have a clue. Yeah. But uh, uh, Hank is is kind of enthralled with these folks now. Yeah, he is. Because uh, uh, Peggy, there's nothing these people can't make better. Yeah. First, uh, first the automobile, then the color TV, and now, now the, the hamburger. hamburger. <laughs> it's funny how he says hamburger too. I noticed he said it real funny. It was like hamburger or something. He uh-huh. just it was just a weird inflection in his voice when he said that. How do they do it with a dash of nutmeg, Hank? Peggy is really pissed off about this brown Betty. At this oh, point. she's super pissed. Yeah, yeah. she uh, she doesn't understand it. Any man who can make a burger like that's okay by me, he says. So really, it all comes down to burgers, cooking, mowing yards, yeah, all of that. If, for you, Hank. if you can, if you could do all those things, it doesn't matter who you are, what you are. Hank, Hank likes you. And there is other re- uh, there is other episodes that uh, there was an episode where Bernie Mac is the guest on it, yeah. where they. Uh, discuss the race issue again because sure. lady bird goes nuts on the repair guy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. they're like, well, usually a dog, uh, 
if uh, the owner's races, the dogs usually races too. When it had nothing to do with the race, it was the right. fact that it was a handyman inside of his house that was bugging him, not the fact that the guy was black or whatever. That yeah. I thought that was that was neat. So you get here, the boys are walking away, fat and full from the from the yard over there, and uh, they're talking he about goes, the burger. Yeah, yeah. Any man who can make a burger like that is okay by me. And then uh, you said it, Bill goes. It's a. It was so good. It's almost a shame to lose it to the process of digestion. And then you get a Boomhauer quip. You go. I tell you what the old onion soup powder man just put a little bit of that you don't need no grilled onions <laughs> yeah and then uh, uh dale the conspiracy theorist dale goes, brings up the fact that he thinks it's a dog yeah he goes well how many uh how about you dale how many you got underneath your belt zero <laughs> he goes how come he, he pulls up that leash he goes yeah i don't eat dog yeah Okay, here are the facts. I see them. Khan served you dog. Khan did not serve us dog. That's just an awful stereotype. Chinese people don't really do that. And again, I don't in the ocean. But yeah. yeah, they're just, they're really convinced that they're eating dog now. Uh, and then the quote was, uh, <laughs> anyone crazy enough to put nutmeg in brown Betty, well, they'd be crazy <laughs> enough to do anything. That's right. Even if they did feed us dog, you know, who are we? Who are we to judge other cultures? Maybe they're on to something. Who are we to judge other cultures? Maybe they're on to something. They did invent paper, you know. <laughs> paper. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're really worried about the fact that they, uh, they probably got some dog. Yeah, and then uh, would you eat a dog is a man's best friend? Would you eat your best friend? Of course not. <laughs> and then uh, I think it's Dale. He goes, are we talking about some kind of lifeboat situation yeah. here? I don't want to paint myself into a corner. <laughs> That's a whole, <laughs> yeah. Like they're, somebody's going to hold him to it. Don't eat that friend. Uh, but uh, anyway, they, they talk about uh, the, it's chopped meat, not chopped dog. Dog is meat. Dog is meat. You said it, friend. You said it, friend. So uh, uh, you see Bill just licking his fingers, and he goes, I'm just trying to get that awful taste off my fingers. Yeah, and then uh, Peggy walks w- walks up to, you know, uh, go over to the, the Super Nusa phone's house, and she yeah. overhears men through the window talking on the phone, and she's talking to the dog pound. Right. And... Uh, she said, I'm looking for a dog, and all they could hear is just these yeah. little bits of the yeah. conversation. 20, She's like, sweet, pounds. sweet dog. Yeah. Have big barbecue today. Dog yeah. run out. Yeah. I need 20, 25 pounds. And then, good Lord, it's true. I'll call you back. And then she runs to Hank. Yeah. Yeah. Can't hear you over my weed whacker. Yeah, he's standing in the he's standing in the doorway or whatever. Well, I can't hear you over my weed whacker. He starts it up or whatever as he's right. talking, and then he's just kind of like right. kind of lost a little bit and swings the weed eater, knocks all their chrysanthemum. He 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 kills all their chrysanthemums. Yeah, yeah. And now, uh, uh, crazy redneck has has chopped down all their chrysanthemums. That's it. Yeah, it's not it's not a great thing. Uh, uh, we go back to the kids who are, are really the innocent parties here, and they're they're talking about riding bikes and stuff. And yep. now they're going to go looking for uh, doggy using lady. They they know that Lady right. Bird's the bloodhound, so right. they say, "All right, well, we'll let her go." And uh, it's kind of funny right here because uh, Lady Bird's stronger than then Bobby can, can contain. Oh, yeah. So she yanks Bobby to the ground, and as soon as he hits the ground, boom, he lets go of the leash, and the leash retracts and slaps the dog in the back, and the dogs <laughs> get scared from that, and she gets to running even faster off. So, Yeah. Uh, Dale uh, puts in his two cents about uh, how dangerous these people are, uh, how they'll get you with a blow dart. Yeah, they'll get you with a blow dart. Uh, you'll think it's just a mosquito bite until you die. Right. Then you'll know the truth. Then you'll know the truth after you're dead. Uh, and, and you know, th- this kind of goes on for a little bit about them eating, eating dog, eating uh, human meat. They say, well, why would they do that? Human meat's tough and flavorless. 
<laughs> yeah, and so uh, uh, Khan is is pretty pissed off at this point because his oh, dog's absolutely. missing, his chrysanthemums are gone. Uh, the people have now overheard um, them ordering dog meat, which... <laughs> Do you pick up the phone and order dog meat? I mean, is that a thing? Uh, yeah, I don't know. So uh, I'll leave that one alone. They, <laughs> they, they're they're grappling back and forth. They're talking about the dogs. They finally find uh, both of the dogs. Uh, one has gone after the other one, and then they they understand uh, or they figure out that maybe it wasn't dog meat. At yeah, this point. absolutely. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, I mean, if it's the best hamburger you ever ate, what are you questioning it for? You know what I mean? Yeah. Meat's meat at the end of the day, ain't it? <laughs> I mean, you know, the horses go to the glue factory or they go to the they, slaughterhouse, you know? They end up sending both the kids to their rooms uh, as kind of a punishment. Um, uh, they Neither one of them, this again is where they talk about, uh, this is that redneck thing coming through. Um, neither one of them believe in spanking. Which you would think in Ireland spanking would be a like a rite of passage. Well, yeah, you know? and and again, uh, I'm pretty sure that Hank, when he got spanked, he probably got the hell beat out of him. Yeah. So maybe that's probably why he doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and then um, <laughs> I think it's barbaric. They talk about the spanking, yeah, yeah how it's barbaric, and they then Con says, "How about bed with no dessert? That never fails." Uh, and then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hank does say something might be construed as a little racist. He says, oh, yeah, yeah. He says, wouldn't figure a child to be motivated by a fortune cookie and an orange slice. Well, it's kind of funny, though, because uh, fortune cookies are American anyway. They're not yeah. even they're not even sure. Asian. So it's, sure. it's just uh, the uh, Asian culture taking advantage of dumb Americans. And so now they they've kind of realized, you know, the the error of both of their ways. And, yeah. and Hank says to Khan, uh, you know, Khan, we may deny our kids completely different desserts, but they both go to bed hungry. And that's what really matters. Yeah. And he goes, I guess we're not so different after all. <laughs> Boy, howdy. So, well, you know, that's a that's a uh, a good thing to relate to is, you know, they both can relate on how they punish their child. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And neither one of them are, are barbaric about it, apparently. Uh, and so uh, uh, Hank finally is going to gonna say, hey, you know, welcome to the neighborhood. Con soup. Ha. New. Uh, home. Yeah, he's, he, he struggles through it trying <laughs> so, to do a phonetic. Just call me Con. Hey, I don't yeah. got all damn day. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they're, they're um, now at this point. Uh, Dale believes that uh, maybe he's been poisoned. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he thought he was poisoned or whatever. He was asking for the antidote. Give me the antidote. I'm running out of time. <laughs> and then it pans to uh, you get the credits roll, yeah. and then you get during the credit roll, you have a little scene, which uh, this is one of the my favorite parts of the, the whole show is this scene right here particularly. So you get uh, uh, men and... Uh, Peggy, Peggy. Yeah. and they're going through Peggy's cooked all her food, like yeah. every famous yeah. Peggy yeah. recipe, and she's got men tasting it all. Add nutmeg, uh, <laughs> less hot, more spicy. Add nutmeg, uh, too much Miss Dash. Well, add it was, nutmeg. It was the it was the five alarm jambalaya. Well, yeah, you want less uh, it was, hot. It was more her spicy. granny's, her mm -hmm. granny's five alarm uh, jambalaya, uh, and then of course Aunt Laverne's chicken, chicken fried, fried chicken. chicken. Yep, uh, too much Mrs. Dash. Add nutmeg. Uh, and so then she says, this is my, my very own rabbit stew. And she got it real fast too. She's yeah. like, here's my rabbit stew. So she <laughs> tastes it before she registers. She says rabbit stew. Right. And then she goes, rabbit, 
You rednecks will eat you anything. You rednecks will eat anything, which is a great comment on which the whole thing. Which is a great comment. Yeah, yeah great, ending, uh, great ending to that episode. For this sure. is one of those where you're introducing a character, which is great, but there's also a story to go along with it. You yeah, know? absolutely. And it's I a mean, story it of morality. Could just be, yeah, it really it's is a moral tale story. story. It's mm-hmm. a moral tale. Uh, yeah. It just uh, it, it shows you that no matter where people come from at in the world, I think this is what it shows anyway, no matter where you come from, everybody is going to have some foundational relationship oh, yeah. that they could, things that they could relate to. Sure. And, uh, sending your kids to bed. Yeah. With sending no supper. your kids to bed with no supper, you yeah. know, uh, your dogs, your dogs, pumping each other, mowing, sure. barbecuing. So there was all these elements that, uh, we already know that Hank is all about. And, uh, it's, it's just people issues. It's not race issues. It's not any of that. It's just neighbors and people getting along with each other. Yeah. And that's what I, I think is great about the, the, uh, the rivalry between, uh, Con and Hank throughout it's, the whole series is just, series, man. Yeah. it's just these two guys, you know, they're, they're, they're rivals over their lawns and yeah. things like that. And it's always funny that Con always has the edge oh, on sure. Hank. Yeah, he always has the edge. Well, there's a couple episodes where maybe Khan uh, goes a little too far. Oh, but, absolutely. Uh, there's a few of those episodes, and uh, he always uh, he always blames that on his productive nature. He always would, blames it on he, his productive. You know, nature. it would be really easy to have these characters as these ne- wacky next door neighbors and not develop them. But uh, credit to Mike Judge and Greg Daniels, they really do a good job of developing these characters into people. Absolutely, and that's you know? what uh, and that's what made the show. That's why we're still oh, watching yeah. it. That's why uh, throughout this uh, social media thing that I started over the weekend, like you see a lot of people that are, you know. Younger than younger than I am yeah. at thirty, you know, yeah. you've got like twenty year olds that are watching the show. There's ki- there's people that are watching the show now that weren't even alive when it aired. Oh sure, uh, and I think that's awesome that it could like transcend generations because it's so relatable still. Even in 2022, okay. it's still a super relatable show to, I mean, it's it, still your dad. It's still your uncle, you know, the neighbor, it's the neighbors yeah. and everything. It still has that real, like, you know, Texas feel, you know, yeah. like even today that's, you know, there's some of those neighborhoods that still feel. It's it's super relatable like that, but but it doesn't feel like it's isolated to where, just where we live. No, it's definitely, you know? uh, well, that's the thing is, is you can go to any suburb in the United States yeah. and they're all pretty, I've, I've been well, to tons of suburbs all over the United States and they're all similar and same. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's a hundred degrees outside no, or if it's, it's the Ford six pickup. foot of snow, you yeah. know, I mean, it's the same thing. It's the Ford yeah. pickup backed in the driveway, backed it, in the driveway. <laughs> people are yeah. people, man. People yeah. are people. All right. Well, thanks for joining us again for uh, Bois, a King of the Hill rewatch podcast. Uh, I have been Mike. And I've been Rusty with Matanye. And you can check us out. Say the Instagram one more time. B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H. There you go. Bois. Check us K-O-T-H. out there or check us out at roguemedianetwork.com and we will see you next time. Thank you. Wimitani. time. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.